With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Charles Barkley will join us coming up. Charles gets to play golf on TV on Friday. We'll talk to him about that matchup with Peyton Manning. Steph Curry's also in there. Phil Mickelson. Aaron Rodgers a little bit later on in the program as well. Phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator, Marvin, standing by. If you'd like to email or tweet, you're welcome. And Mario will gather all of those. Uh, Seton, Pauly, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly. Say good morning to our radio partners and, of course, the uh, great Fox Sports Radio lineup and our friend at Peacock. That's uh, Well, friends, there's plural. Peacock is singular, but uh, our friends at Peacock are plural. And uh, they uh, carry this show all three hours, and it's free. You can download the app and uh, watch along with us. If you've ever been uh, curious what we look like, course with these great voices we must look really really good and you have that opportunity to uh, dispel that by tuning into peacock all right um mclevin has a poll question or two coming up yes mclevin Polly says my poll question options are mean and that's from paulie wow. wow yeah if paul's saying that that's okay why did why did we uh lean mean on uh, wednesday before thanksgiving yes I, I, Paul, yeah I, Paul. I, andrew does this he likes to poke the bear a little bit and if you look at Andrew's first poll question, well, well I'll let him uh, unveil. It's a shot at the Thanksgiving Day NFL schedule. I think it's the NFL Day schedule is why you want to lean negative today. It's just these six teams kind of feel, except for Steelers, feel negative. Okay. Okay, you can only watch one. Okay. Texans-Lions, the early game, 1230. Okay. Uh, Cowboys-Washington football team at 430. And then Ravens-Steelers at night. With the caveat, you have a lot of turkey and trip to fed. You're going to be a little tired for that Ravens Steelers game. Or uh... do the Ravens have enough players to play? <laughs> because Ian Rappaport uh, tweeted out that uh, while the Ravens deal with positive COVID nineteen tests, 
for some staff members and players, one option might be for the team to fly out day of on uh, Thursday. A short flight, a night game, not ideal, but not unprecedented either. At what point does the NFL say, and I don't think they will, because it feels like the NFL is a lot like Major League Baseball. We don't care what happens during the regular season. Let's just get to the postseason. And that's the feeling. Here's a primetime Thursday night, NBC, and it feels like we got to have the Ravens and the Steelers here because this will be a big number. The Steelers are undefeated. Here's their rivals in the AFC North. But we've had games postponed, moved for less positive tests here. And the Ravens are the artists formerly known as. They're a shell of what they were last year. And that's dealing with injuries, performance, but now with COVID. Yeah, McLevin. You know, there's this plan, and you broke it earlier, and then it came out from the NFL that they could put an extra week in and then go to eight teams. Yeah. Well, if Tom Brady's sitting at the number eight seed, I bet you they enact that plan, whatever it is. <laughs> They're like the college football player. They're going to get – what if Cam Newton or Tom – I think Cam's a little too far away. But what if, like, a superstar quarterback can get it? Why not add a week so you can delay a game like this? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say the NFL would be up to something nefarious here. College football, yes. But the NFL, not quite. It feels like it's on merit a little bit more. It's not the eye test, but uh, we'll dive into that topic coming up. First college football rankings came out last night, and this year they say they're relying on the eye test, and even more than usual. And I was told this when the Big Ten came back, Ohio State was hoping they could get just enough games to pass the eye test. So far they played four games. I don't think they've distinguished themselves. They haven't really beaten anybody. They survived Indiana, but they're passing the eye test. Go figure. No, this is just the history of Ohio State football that's passing the history of Ohio State football test here. There aren't enough games to judge everybody, at least your body of work, because undefeated teams, that doesn't matter. Right now, we got quite a few undefeated teams. BYU was 14 despite having nine wins. They got a dark horse Heisman candidate in Zach Wilson. They got a really balanced attack there. And now you can say, well, they haven't played anybody. There are quite a few teams that haven't played anybody. Or they played teams and uh, they haven't looked great, but they've got the wins. You can discount the Cougars' schedule, I guess. But I can't blame them for being a little bit upset because they also get taken out of the New Year's Day bowl games where, you know, those are that's a lot of money at stake there. The Cougars got one more game left to prove their case unless they can find another team to play. And they were almost going to be playing Washington. And I think what happened with that, I'm trying to get this with another source, but I was told that BYU was willing to entertain Washington, but they wanted to see where they were in the rankings. And also, if Washington needed to reschedule their game, because Utah and Arizona State, that got canceled. Washington was able to play Utah coming up this weekend. That would supersede anything that Washington was allowed to do outside of the Pac-12, that they had to be committed to a Pac-12 opponent if they could schedule one. Whether it's true that BYU said, hey, we want to wait and see where we're ranked, I don't know why that would matter. Because if you're ninth or eighth, you still want to be able to play a quality opponent. Because as it is now, you don't even at nine or eight, like Cincinnati may have an outside shot. But I get the feeling if the committee could take Georgia with two losses, they'll take Georgia or Texas A&M, put them in there. 
Florida's going to be in the mix as well. But this is entertainment. I know we love to say it's based on merit. The college football playoff committee is looking at entertainment here. Notre Dame, absolutely. Clemson, absolutely. Alabama, absolutely. And then Ohio State. Safer picks, no blowouts. That's what you want. Now, had we had an eight-team playoff this year, how much, in- how much more interesting would this be? At least just to start out, it would be very interesting just to see BYU or Cincinnati get a chance here. Northwestern to get a chance here. All you want is to get a chance. In all other college sports, the underdog gets a chance. Not in college football. BYU is not in the conversation right now and doesn't appear that they can do anything about it. I understand they're a little frosted here, but if I'm BYU, I do what Boise State did years ago. Remember when Boise State would get slighted? They were a sympathetic figure. And we always, like, we, we sort of went out of our way to keep an eye on Boise State. And then you propped them up the following season. Then they shocked Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. And all of a sudden, BYU got up there with everybody else, at least for a little while. BYU is set up for next year. I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to come out and go to the NFL, but if he does come back, now it feels like you'll at least have a little bit more sympathy for what they were able to do. You're trying to play who's ever on your schedule you try to play. And then when they fall off your schedule, you're searching for somebody. Who wants to play us? It's not like BYU's schedule was lame to start the season, I don't believe. Yeah, McLovin. It was brutal to start the season. They had six big conference games, one of the toughest schedules in the country. Yeah, so it's not their fault. They're trying their best, and then it felt like it was held against them that they didn't play anybody. I think Cincinnati can play with anybody in the country. I'm not saying they can beat Alabama or Clemson or Notre Dame. I, I believe that they can play. Now, if you watch games, I've watched two complete games with Cincinnati. They can play. They're good, both sides of the ball. Um, but they're not going to get that opportunity here. And, and it used to be a lot of these teams wouldn't play somebody because it was only going to benefit that team if, if they somehow pulled off the upset. And you always have to go to their place. It's rarely a home-and-home. Home. So these teams... Don't get that opportunity to schedule somebody because it'll be, well, who'd you face? Well, Ohio State, they haven't played anybody. And they barely beat Indiana at home. So how did they pass the eye test? We assume Ohio State's one of the top four teams in the country. But if you haven't passed the, like, what is the eye test you passed? You didn't beat anybody. And that's, that's the confusing part of this for me it feels like we change the rules in accordance to, or the criteria, depending on the school. Clemson, great. No problem in there. Notre Dame, Alabama. You want to put Ohio State in there, that's fine. But I don't think you can discount these other teams, these other schools, by saying, well, they didn't really pass the eye test. When you're using that same criteria with Ohio State, because they haven't passed the eye test either. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Yes, Paulie. I have an idea. Let's say everyone gets uh, the big wigs make the top football game, you know, the Final Four. Cincinnati Bearcats, BYU, uh, Marshall Football, and Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, all go undefeated. They have their own four-team playoffs. Four undefeated teams do a two-game playoff, and they just declare themselves whatever they want to declare themselves. Find a sponsor, find a network, 
have some fun with it. But here's the problem with it. College football moves at a snail's pace. Like, they can't get anything organized. This might be the year it's different because we're, alter- we're, we're adding people midweek. We didn't know if BYU or Washington were playing 24 hours ago. That this was- is the year we should have added the four more playoff teams. That, that would have been seismic if they would have done that. What happens if USC goes undefeated? Do, we, do they get the benefit of the eye test? What if, what if Oregon goes undefeated? But the Pac-12 is so far behind, I don't know how many games you have to play to qualify for the eye test there. Yeah, McLevin. The eye test is not helping USC, by the way. Like They're, they're the two luckiest wins of the year. But they won. But the eye test is all about margin of victory. That's what you mean. When you say eye test, you mean did you kill people? Yeah. Yes, Todd. Do you want to play for a conjured up football NIT, though? If they're not going to let you in and, if you, and make it an A-team uh, deal, do you really want to force that and be part of some kind of alternate league almost? Well, if you're able to continue to play and you somehow emerge from, you know, a, a final four, how would you call it the, the next final four? Because you're not going to be in the Final Four. It'd be the next Final Four. And you wanted to get those teams together and you wanted to play. You end up 12 or 13-0. and Yeah, McLevin. There's no way BYU wants to be placed with Coastal Carolina, by the way. They want to be considered like a Pac-12 <laughs> level team. Hey, let's play with nice little the, the Chanticleers. It's not happening. No, it's not. But Paulie loves the dream. Chanticleer. Yes. Oh, that's right. Paulie's been correcting us. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Chanticleer. Oh, if Paulie ran college football, there'd be a, a Mac, the Mac, the winner of the Mac would be hey. the national champion. Yeah. I, could, I could fix this in 12 minutes with a piece of paper and a pen. How about my uh, Kent State Flashers? They're undefeated. Buffalo's undefeated. Western Michigan's undefeated. You love Western Michigan. Yes, I do. I love the Broncos. All right. Uh, what other poll questions are we going with there? Uh, uh, by the way, Fritzy has his Thanksgiving names. I don't know when. Did you put that in the rundown, Paulie? Uh, for the 15th straight year, I've not put it in the rundown. Not. Why Tradi- did... I'm a traditionalist. Should okay. I take that as a hint of some sort? Okay. How about next hour? Because I got Barkley coming up in a couple of minutes. And I want to give this some breathing room. I want, I want to have it a standalone segment there because this is really, really important for people to have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Really I appreciate important. you selling it. No, no. For them to find something else to do, it's going to be a standalone <laughs> where I, I tell them, you know, maybe they listen to Levitard or somebody else. That's just mean on Thanksgiving Eve to say that. Yeah. Listen for five or six minutes to Levitard, and then you could uh, come back. Wow. This program brought to you by Built Bar, 18 amazing flavors, mint brownie, coconut almond, some of our favorites. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code DP for 20% off your purchase. Uh, what else, McLovin? Okay, I have another, you can only watch one, but I'm going to save it, involving some special sporting events for uh, later this weekend. But which top four team will not make the college football playoff? Alabama 1, Notre Dame is 2, Clemson's 3, Ohio State's 4. Just without even breaking down schedules, eyeball test, who's the one who's in danger? I'm going to say Notre Dame. If Alabama beats Florida, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, Ohio State continues to win. The question is, who would slip in? Because if you said I can have A&M, Georgia, or Notre Dame, I'm taking Notre Dame. If I'm the college football playoff committee, not that they would factor in something like that, would they? Yes, Paul. And, and Alabama's in a position now where they could probably afford a loss to Florida in the SEC title game and still grab the four spot based off history, based off how good of a program they are. They could lose and, and stay in. 
I saw this interesting stat. Last night's college football playoff poll, the 38th poll released by the committee in the playoff era. Alabama's been number one in exactly half of them. Stat of the day, stat of the day, tap, tap, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Top. Clemson's sec- second on that list with uh, eight weeks at number one. And then LSU, Mississippi State, Ohio State, and uh, Georgia. Is that correct? Yeah. I, well, I, uh, like Mississippi State was number one in the college football playoff rankings three Dak, times. Dak Prescott year? Is that when that happened? I, I'm guessing. Nick Fitzgerald and the boys? I don't I, remember them. I don't know. I don't know. I think, remember Dak Prescott went undefeated for a while? That must be when it happened. Oh, okay. All right, so we'll come up with a poll question here. Uh, your phone calls are always welcome. Uh, Charles Barkley will join us. Aaron Rodgers a little bit later on. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, in honor of the Matt Holidays and uh, the Tim McCarvers, the <laughs> damn... Pe- oh, no, no, no. The damn... Yes. Pe- Wait a minute. I think it's possible Fritzy should read this. Just the way it's written. Do you have this copy, Todd? I do. Okay, do you want to read this? Or I can do it for him. In honor of the Matt Holidays. No, no, let Todd no, let, 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 Harvard no, no. the Dan Patrick let, online let me store. Let, let me let Todd do it. It's... In honor of the Matt Holidays, we've Tim McCarver, the Dan Patrick online store, starting right now. Go to shop.danpatrick.com to get the best savings we've ever offered. 40% off T-shirts, 30% off everything else. We've made gift give, giving easy with our holiday bundles and 2021 calendars. Don't be a jack ham. <laughs> Go to shop.danpatrick.com to Mark Eaton. <laughs> okay. See what we did there? Yeah, I did. No, I, no, like I got it. I got it. You don't want to eat so much, you get a Christian McCavity. <laughs> you don't. Who wants to go to the dentist over there? I don't even know if they're open. Or if you eat so much, you got to do a Bill belly check. <laughs> I like the belly check. You're on check. fire right now, Paul. Those are mine. I stole them from Russell in North Carolina. Yeah. Oh. Well, Christian McCaffrey's not good. 40% off t shirts. Christian 30% McCavity? Off everything else. No, nobody's getting a cavity at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Too much sweet we can potatoes. We done? Rick Sweet, that was a baseball player. Are we done? To Mark Eaton, the deals. (laughs) We're done. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I, mean, I even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Friday, there's golf. You probably didn't know this. I uh, forgot all about it. And then Paulie goes, hey, Barkley is going to be playing golf on Friday. And I go, so? He goes, no, he's playing with Phil and Steph and Peyton Manning and it's TV. And I went, well, let's get Charles on. Charles joins us now. Where are you right now? I'm in Arizona, my brother. I'm uh, getting ready to head out for a practice round with the great Phil Mickelson. Okay, so it's you and Phil against Peyton and Steph? Yes. Okay. And uh, the stakes, now there are side bets on this? There's a lot of side bets, but we've already raised a lot of money, but we all picked a historically black college. Uh, and we've already, I think they told me they've already raised $6 million. We're going to oh, have wow. to raise a lot of money for historically black colleges. 
Okay, TNT will broadcast the event. It starts at 3 Eastern on Friday. How's your game, by the way? I feel very good about my game. I'm not going to lie, Dan, and I'll tell you the truth. If I don't play great, uh, well, if I don't play well, uh, I'll be devastated because I've, I've been practicing for four or five hours every day. I feel really good. Uh, I can't wait. And uh, I'll, I told you, I'll be totally devastated if I don't play good. Okay, but what is good? And I tell people this, that I played with you, and I think it might have been one of the best rounds, one of the last times you had a really good round. And this was in a, a, a professional event. You know, that was a celebrity event. And you shot a 79 in Dayton, Ohio. And people go, and what did he end up with? Like you shot 79 through 15 holes or something. I said, no, Charles shot 79 that day. What are you shooting now? Well, I haven't been worried about my score. I'm worried about hitting good shots. Because, you know, clearly uh, I got uh, mentally paralyzed on the golf course from taking too many lessons and thinking too much and, and choking on the pressure. I've tried to dial it back and don't worry about my score. Just keep hitting good shots, accept the bad shots, and try to concentrate harder on hitting more good shots. So I have to be honest with you, I haven't kept score in a year, but I'm just trying to hit a bunch of good shots. But you talk about this, you got in your head, and you took all these lessons. And if, if I put you on the first tee, you were different than you would be on the practice range. Right? Your swing was different on the practice range as opposed to when you actually went to the first tee? Well, Dan, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting you, you phrase it like that because I've actually played with players who were great in practice, and once the crowds got in, they, they froze up mentally. And that had never happened to me before because when I played basketball, I went to a whole nother gear when the crowd was there. That hmm. took you to a whole nother level. But for some reason, when I got on the golf course, uh, I just choke like a dog under pressure, plain and simple. I think now I feel a lot better. Uh, I, I got a lot a more simplistic uh, approach to playing golf. Instead of, like I say, when I was breaking 80, I was always going to shoot between 78 and 84, always. And I made the mistake of taking lessons from, uh, first of all, I took lessons from the best teachers in the world, best teachers in the world. And I, and, and sometimes when I go to the first tee box, I hear all 10 of them talking to me at the same time, you know, and, and I, I do. I, I've heard all 10. I've heard Hank. I've heard Butch. Uh, you know, I've had a bunch of local guys working with me. Uh, and now when I step on the first tee, I think about the coach I'm working with, Stan Utley, right now. I say, hey, forget everything you've heard. Just remember what Stan told you and just make a good swing. Who's going to talk the most trash on Friday? Uh, Peyton Manning. Uh, Peyton is amazing. Uh, him and Steph have been killing me, uh, which, I, first of all, I deserve it. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun, man. And we're going to raise a lot of money. But like I say, I think I'm going to play well. I'm going to play well. Will you ask for advice from Mickelson? Of course, especially on the putting green. Yeah. Uh, you know, and also, you know, when, when, I'm watching, when I'm watching television, you hear guys say, you can't miss it there. And, uh, and obviously playing with Phil, I said, I'm going to ask him, where can I not miss the shot? And I think that's really, really important. When I'm, I, and it, it, there's no person watch the golf channel more than me. You know, I told a friend of mine one time, 
they could put a guy on TV and not show me his name. And I'm not talking about Dustin or Justin Thomas or Brooks Koepka or Bryce DeChambeau. I think you can put a top between 20 and 40 in the world. Don't put their name up there. And I can tell you who was swinging the club. That's how much I enjoy the game. Steph Curry's pretty good. Like he's a, no, he's really he's really good. He's around scratch, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's around scratch, and I don't know what Peyton's handicap is, but it's an alternate uh, alternate shot format. So clearly, all the pressure. I'm no, I, I'm the wild card. Will be a good way to explain it. You know, Phil's gonna hit great shots. All the pressure is gonna be on me and Peyton, to be honest with you, because I know Steph is gonna play great. I know Phil is gonna play great. But when you're in an alternate shot format, like uh, I'm the guy who's got under the most pressure. He's Charles Barkley, the Hall of Famer, TNT, inside the NBA analyst, and the event will take place at Stone Canyon Golf Club. That'll be Friday at 3 Eastern, and uh, this will benefit historically black colleges and universities. Steph Curry is going to be in there with Peyton Manning, Phil Mickelson, of course, Charles Barkley. Are you following the NBA offseason? Yeah, of course I am. It's uh, It's been interesting. Um uh, I think the Lakers got better, uh, clearly. i tell you the team I really like they did, the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I think they made a couple nice additions. They got to get everybody healthy now. Yeah. You know, they didn't have Rodney Hood last year and my one of my favorite players, Zach Collins, I think going to be a stud. I love the addition of Ennis Cantor. I never understand why people trade Ennis Cantor. He's one of my favorite players in the league. And they said, you know, I remember it was this idiot in the NBA told me a few years ago, one of my favorite players is Tyson Chandler. And I'm talking, this is a, you know, that's one of you geese guys who don't know anything about basketball. You know, they, they call it analytics. They just want to hire their, 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 their son-in-law. That's what they did. All these owners want to hire their son-in-law who married their pretty daughters. These guys don't know anything about basketball. They're like, yeah, let's just shoot threes. They go in, we win. If we make them, we lose. And this guy said to me, well, I don't like Tyson Chandler. I'm like, why? They're like, all he does is play defense and rebounding. I said, you know, those are like the two most important parts of the game. I mean, Tyson Chandler's been a great player for a long time, one of my favorite people. But and it's kind of like, well, he doesn't play defense. But I said, I'll tell you what, he can score and rebound like a mother. And you give me a guy who can score and rebound like that, he can play on my team anytime. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I love what the Lakers did. I, I think they got better. And it was interesting that the NBA just sort of – I don't, I don't know if they realized what the Lakers were doing when the Lakers were doing it. But, you know, you pick up Schroeder, Matthews. Like, they, they got younger, and it just feels like LeBron is loaded and ready to go for another championship. Yeah, I think, Alex, listen, uh, Schroeder uh, is, 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 is a good young – he's a great backup. I think he ran into trouble when he was starting in Atlanta. But you saw in Oklahoma City, he's a great backup. Uh, again, Montrez Harrell uh, yeah. is uh, coming off the bench. Gasol, to me, uh, is a really good pickup. Uh, don't forget Wes Matthews. So, but listen, all that stuff is irrelevant. You got LeBron and AD. You can, as you see, you can get five guys off the street, and they got guys who can really play. But like I say, I still like uh, what the Trailblazers did. I like what the Sixers did. Uh, I like what my Phoenix Suns did. Uh, but listen, the Lakers are going to be the clear front runner for, for the championship. Explain to me, James Harden. 
He didn't want to play with Chris Paul anymore. Shipped him to Oklahoma City. He wants to play with Russell Westbrook. Now he doesn't want to stay in Houston. He wants to he turned down fifty million a year and now he wants out of Houston. They did all of this for James Harden. And now he doesn't want to stay there. So what do you do with James Harden if you're the Rockets? Well, they got to they got to start over. They did that little silly thing where they put all them little munchkins out there, thought <laughs> it could work. Uh, it wasn't going to work. You know, they're like, Dan, listen, you can't put all those little guys out there and think they're going to be successful because you got James, who's like I've said it, and people got mad when I said it. James Harden is probably the greatest offensive player. He's not Michael or Kobe, but as far as offense, James Harden is the greatest offensive player I've ever seen. You got Russell Westbrook, who, if you don't like Russell Westbrook, you don't know anything about basketball. But they put him out there like idiots with all those little guys, and they're just going to try to outshoot you. And now they're no good, and both of those guys won't out. They don't want to spend the last few years of their careers uh, is a middle of the road bottom feeder. Uh, but let me tell you something. You heard of that, what they call it, rubber necking, when you see a, a car accident? Yeah. I listen, I want the rights. If, if you know, we, you know how they, they do these following the team during the season? If the Brooklyn Nets get James Harden, <laughs> I want the rights to follow that threesome around all season. That would be. So amazing and fun to watch. I th- I'm telling you, man, because I, I think they're going to have a, those two guys are already going to have a really difficult time in New York. They both got thinner, thinner skin and flat Stanley. And you add James Harden to the mix who wants the ball all the time. I want the de- de- developmental rights to the Brooklyn Nets with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. I just want to watch that fascinating experiment. Do you think it could work? I got zero chance of working. <laughs> uh, zero. You know, because listen, two of the guys, two of the guys, listen, Dan, there's, there's only so many things you can do on, on a basketball court. Uh, when you're a great player, you can win a game offensively, defensively, rebounding, or assisting. Two of those guys just want to score. And – it's not going to work. Durant, he proved that he can play some defense with the Warriors. But the other two guys are terrific offensive players, but neither one's a great defender. They're not great at passing the ball. And and, and, and listen, one of the, two of the other guys going to be pissed because they're just standing around watching one of those other guys dribble. So I would love to see that experiment. That would actually make um, – at least while we wouldn't have to talk about uh, Giannis not signing the max extension, which is going to be the number one story for the next year. I hope he signs with Milwaukee and don't be one of these front-running guys. I hope he battles out like the great Michael Jordan did or the great Dirk Nowitzki did and not try to join a super team uh, and be like uh, just jumping on somebody's bus. Is there drinking going on tomorrow or Friday on the golf course? Uh, I doubt it. Uh, I, I don't know anything about those three guys. I'm probably the only one who likes to drink. Uh, but uh, so, no, I'm not going to drink by myself. That's that, that makes you a loser when you drink by yourself. <laughs> I think Peyton could probably get after it a little bit. You know, you know, I love, you know, Peyton. I think Peyton lost my phone number. 
when Tennessee was ranked in the top 25, he called me like every day time he was all excited about the Auburn game. And now that they, now they've lost like four in a row. He lost my number when Auburn beat him down this weekend. So I just got to make sure I give him my phone number again this weekend because when Tennessee was 2-0 and in rank, he was blowing my phone up. I mean, he can't wait for the Auburn game. But they've been quiet for the last month since they lost four in a row. Have fun out there on Friday, Charles, and uh, tell Phil we said hello. Thanks for joining us. As always, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, man, happy Thanksgiving to the, everybody listening to the show, and especially you and your guys. Thank you, buddy. And so Charles Barkley, that'll be coming up Friday. Uh, Stone Canyon Golf Club, that's down towards Tucson, I believe. Yep. It'll be Steph Curry. It'll be Phil Mickelson. It'll be Peyton Manning and Charles Barkley. TNT will broadcast the event beginning at 3 Eastern. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. And now we go to the newsroom for an I-Team investigation. The motto of our news team is we don't break news. We sprain it. Let's go to the newsroom. Paulie Dan Todd Fritz, who's been punishing America yearly with his Thanksgiving sports <laughs> name since 2002, to my recollection, was on the popular 1215 podcast of the Dan Patrick Show Backroom Guys. It's blowing up. Oh, I heard that there were some opinions thrown around by one Todd Fritz. Well, Todd was not being monitored by you. He was, you know, freelancing he and talking. Uh, he was unplugged. Here's what he had to say about your rules. I have a number of names that I've used before, but I've added some new ones. Uh, I, I'm probably going to break the rule of what Dan said about anyone that played before the year 2000. You don't use those names. So I'll probably get a smack on the wrist and yelled at because the bottom line is there's not a thousand of these names. And if I can think of a clever name or someone, you know, that follows the show that sends me uh, something on social media with an idea that I think is good. Um, you know, I compiled a list and I can't promise. That's okay. I got it. I got, I got the gist of it. Coaches or no, I, I know Todd rambled for two more minutes about this. That's correct. <laughs> yes, Todd. I'm trying to uh, obey the rules, but sometimes no, no. You just said names. you weren't. You're not trying to obey the rules. I would like to obey the rules, but sometimes. But there's no, some no. Names but you're, think... it's really easy to obey the rules. You don't have a sports name from prior to 2000. If you would like to obey the rules, you could choose to obey the yes. rules. But if. My point is, if there's some juicy names that just happen to be not before 2000. But we've heard those before. I think for the most part, they're uh, relevant. A juicy so, name. <laughs> see what I did? If there's a juicy a name juicy that turkey. we haven't heard yet. That... Dinner, Roland Harper. <laughs> it's just, it's the same every year. And I keep saying to you, expand a little bit here. How but, about, that would requ- but that would require people born, you know, to, from the 2000s no, to it, have it a Thanksgiving-related would Thanksgiving require you doing some homework <laughs> is what it would require, Todd. Yes, McLovin. Can I jump in and help ruin the holiday for everybody? There's something happening on social media. It's becoming a thing. Okay. QB depth chart Thanksgiving names are now being bandied about by the DP Show audience, and they're oh, tremendous. Wait, wait. Let's go. How did this happen? How does any of this stuff happen? Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, give me give me an example here. Someone tweeted us the uh, Chicago Bears depth chart. A quarterback is Tyler Bravey, Tyler Bray, Mitchell Trubisket, and Nick Foliage. Todd had to actually respond that I already had two of those, and that okay. led to uh, the Colts with Philip Livers, Jacoby Brisket, and. Jacob Eaton instead of Jacob Eason. <laughs> okay. I I got I jumped in with 
Uh, a little help from Seaton. Mike Glennon Meringue Pie. Ooh. Gardner Salad Minshew and Jake Crouton. Oh, a Luton? Yes. Oh, yeah, you'd have to explain that yeah. one. And I got the Patriots, too. Yam Newton, Jared Stidham <laughs> Sandwich. Newton. Wait, hold on, yeah. Paul. You stepped on the Sorry. other one. Yeah, yeah. Brian Stidham Sandwich and Brian, <laughs> boy, I'm stuffed-er. I love it. I love all three of them. Yam Newton. Happy holiday, everyone. Todd, no, did... no, McLevin, you're not done. That no, was that's the... not a walk-off. That was actually the meanest thing Andrew has ever done because he just crushed with that segment. And Todd's been looking 15 look, years look to at get that those face. laughs. Look at that face on Todd. You would kill to get that reaction with your names next hour. Just one-tenth of that. Those were very good. I should just throw this. I got the whole list here. I should just dump it. Oh, I know. And then Todd goes, uh, hey, how many names can I mention? I go, I don't know, 10. 10? I got 65. And I go, yeah, 10. Why don't we start with 10? And we'll never get it in the way I slowly say the names to make sure I punctuate. Yeah, you do take forever. Do you have just, like, give me, let's give the audience a reason to want to wait a half hour for this. Okay, our Qualcomm friend, Matt Harvest. No, give them a reason to want to listen. Like, okay, that's I'm, that's your one right out of the gate, Matt Harvest. Char- Charlie Greenbean Casserly. Okay. All that right. Works. I'll give you that one. Charlie Casserly? Charlie Casserly. More to come. More to come. Bob Cluck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. In honor of the Mad Holidays, we've Tim McCarvered, the Dan Patrick online store, starting right now. <laughs> there you go. Shop DanPatrick.com to get the best savings we've ever offered. Get 40% off T-shirts, 30% off everything else. You can also get calendars there. Don't be a jack ham. Go to ShopDanPatrick.com to Mark Eaton. The deals. God, that's so bad. All right, McLevin, I'm going to let you go first okay. with quarterback depth chart Thanksgiving names. You did this last hour, yeah. and it was real. We got a great reaction. You're opening for Todd Fritz, so yeah. give us those names, and then we'll go to Todd. Yes, yeah, Oh, wow. You're, well, you're going to have Andrew go first and then Todd? Wow. <laughs> it's kind of like. Uh, well, Todd's, kind of, Todd's a headliner, Seaton. I. I have a secret weapon. About 85% of this is our listeners. It doesn't you know matter. How, you know how good they are. I've told Todd to listen to the listeners, give him some advice here, and he never does. Okay. These are quarterback depth chart Thanksgiving names. Okay. Start with the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo, dinner roll. Nick, I'm Fullins, and CJ Feathered. I'm Fullins? Yeah. CJ Feathered <laughs> instead of CJ Beathard. I got him. All right. Nah. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Baker Maysfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's from Twitter. Case Keylime, Pinum. Uh, okay. Uh, Panthers, Teddy Graham, Bridgewater, PB and J Walker, and Will Greer battered shrimp. None of those really make that much sense. But I, like, I like that one. Beer battered. Yeah. yeah, you would. 
Okay, uh, Seahawks. Brussels sprouts Wilson. <laughs> this one we all love. G, no Thanksgiving gatherings this year, Smith. G, no For Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, deep. Gino Thanksgiving gatherings. <laughs> Man. Uh, and then, uh, okay, there's a couple non-quarterbacks oh, here. Oh, look at the sad face uh, over there, Todd. This is all for the Redskins. I'm oh, oh, sorry, the Washington-Dallas game. C.D. Lamb Chops, Antonio Giblets, and LeMichael P. Rind Turkey. Uh, and uh, the Vikings, Dalvin Cooking, Kirk, the Cousins are visiting, and Adam Thielen stuffed after dinner. But lastly. No, it would be Adam Thieline Pie. Oh, yeah. Why did Case Key Lime Pie numb? Okay. Uh, the last one is Todd Fritz's Denver Broncos. Oh, oh man. Oh, wow. Wow. Sticking it to me now. Drew Locks. Pretty good. Jeff Caramel Drizzle or Driscoll. <laughs> and bad. Brett ripping off these pants because I'm so stuffed. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This we go. you've been waiting 364 days. Todd Fritz with his Thanksgiving sports-related names. Bud Black Friday. Okay. Taco Fall. Bob wait, wait, what? Wait, what? What is like fall, like autumn? Doesn't have to necessarily be specifically turkey. You run out of food. Oh, okay. A while. We got to open it up a little bit. Okay. No, I, okay. I just, I wasn't sure what you were saying. Oh, the taco fall. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm the judge. I'm looking for I'm a clarification. Okay. Yeah. Uh, new World Be Free. I know that's before 2000. Lloyd Free changed his name to World Be Free and the New World when they came on the Mayflower. Yeah, right. um, Bartolo Colonists. Bartolo Colonists. Bartolo Colon? Flo Timon. Flo Timon. The big Thanksgiving Day parade. I know you don't like what I explained it, but Flo Timon. You've used that one before, I think. But okay. Goose Goose Goblin. So you have the goose and you have the goblin like a turkey makes a goblin sound for Goose Gossage. Maybe just do Goose Gossage. You could do Goose Gossage too, but with Goose Goblin, Goslin, you get both. Okay. Houston Nutmeg. Okay. You've used that one before. Cocoa Crisp, like a nice pumpkin pie with a crispy crust. And Nutmeg is more Christmassy, I think, than things. Yeah. Okay. I forced that a little bit. Okay. One of your favorite Cincinnati Royals. It's before 2000. How do you I'm... think it's going so far? Not, not great. <laughs> okay. Native Archibald. Uh, Nate Archibald. Okay. Like Native Americans. Native Archibald. I got that. Shouldn't you lead with your best ones? Are are you building up? I am building up. I I hope I'm building up. Okay, then then build up right right now. Okay, Ernest Givens. Like giving, Thanksgiving. No, I got it. Okay. Um, All right. Entrell Roll, Willie Mays. I know Roll and Mays have been used already. Yam Darnold. Okay. Eric Eric Butterbean Esh. Okay. Colony Kaepernick. The colonies. If you repeat it one more time. <laughs> Hank Gathers, may he rest in peace. Yes, Rick's. Boy. I got to start loading my car for the trip. Yeah, go uh, ahead. All right. Yeah, go ahead. You can get out if you want nice. to. All right, go Rick's, ahead. Rick Sweet Potatoes. Wait. Rand, Rick Sweet. That's before 2000. A pitcher, right? Wasn't he a pitcher, Rick Sweet? <laughs> is, it, is it the delivery <laughs> or is it the names themselves? Rick Sweet Potatoes. Uh, Randall Tex Cobbler. Yes, Seton. See, I think what um, I think what Andrew's really stumbled on here, or I don't know if it's Andrew with some help of the, the audience. Uh, audience, but somehow putting each of these names into sort of its own little category, like quarterback death charts, and going team by team, yeah. is so hilarious. That was so funny. Um, but just sort of 
wildly spraying names all over the place mm-hmm. uh, just doesn't seem to have the same bite for the, me. The Seahawks, I mean, that's really funny. Yeah. I got to find the Russell name. Russell Wilson. Person. Gene, no visitors for Thanksgiving, Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Bo. I think Seton nailed it because there's more of a focus to the theme. And this, you know, when, when Fritzy says Jack Ham Sandwich, you have to think, oh, yeah, he was a linebacker for the – okay. Oh, yeah, I remember who he is. It, it takes thought. Comedy shouldn't take that much thought. Like if, like if Todd countered Andrew with his quarterback depth charts and he did just starting wide receivers, mm. okay, maybe now you got something. Mm. Oh, like Taysom Hill. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's that's, better. That's kind of what we're getting at. It's, it's better. Cool. Yeah, and and you found somebody who's playing nowadays. Yeah. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Okay. I, I'm oh, going to so give you three more. Just three? Yeah, Todd. That you already done thirty. You, you uh, haven't Plymouth, done that well. I'm uh, doing Plymouth I, Rock Rains. I'm doing you a favor. You are Plymouth Rock Rains. Okay. Easton Tim Easton, Easton Drumstick. Okay. All right. He's on a roster. Carl Feathers. There is no tomorrow. No, no. Okay. Carl Weathers from Rocky. Oh, How I know. St- okay, Steve Traeger. Steve Yeager. Catcher. Steve Yeager. I worked Traeger in. Okay. Okay, and then I'll just leave with these beverages that you could possibly have. How many are these? There's only like five names for beverages. That's real quick. Paul Coffee. You can have some Paul Coffee. If not, how about some T. Martin? Or you could have some Eli Apple Cider, Chet Lemonade, or Ricky Waters. nothing to do with Thanksgiving. These are just beverages to have with your turkey. You're a desperate, desperate man. I really am. I'm like, I've got so many names crossed off here that you would never let me read. Rumeal Robinson? No, no, no. You're done. No, you're done. Mm. Not forever. Well, <laughs> I, that was 364 days of work you just heard right there. Uh, that feels like that was about 12 hours. The oh, last no, no. 12 hours. I can guarantee you he's been working on this for a month. I know for a I fact. Was, I had Alvin Dark meat and James White meat. No, like, yes, McClellan. Paul Coffey is a Thanksgiving name. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, you wake up, you have a little coffee. Or maybe a little coffee with your dessert. <laughs> yeah, we can do that every day. <laughs> yeah, no, Chet just... Lemonade. Hayden Fry. How many is Fry a turkey? You're done. Channing, no, Channing you're done. The classic oh, Thanksgiving beverage. You lemonade. are done. Lemonade. Lemonade. A classic, classic. Thanksgiving yeah. beverage. Yeah. T. Martin. That says Thanksgiving to me. Yeah. Will Fuller. Oh, can't eat another bite. All right, Todd. Okay. Will Fuller gave it a shot. I did. Give can't it a shot. say I didn't give you a chance here. You you gave me the opportunity. This was okay. What's worse, Carolines, or when you do this? There's only forty. Get worse than Carolines. Only forty or fifty people are Carolines. This is a national TV and radio. Yeah. Audience. But at Caroline's, I'm staring at everyone. They're staring back blank with a blank expression. Well, the audience is staring back at you, believe it or not. What audience? You don't know it. <laughs> the audience is now left. They were staring right at you. <laughs> I could hear Seton sipping like a ginger ale, and Paulie's like moving around some ice in his glass. That's Dan Levitard just like. texted me to say, hey, thanks for giving me your audience the last five minutes. <laughs> You're giving away your ratings! <laughs> uh, so it's mean. not I'm funny, Todd. No, it's, it's Levitard was laughing. I don't. I don't appreciate that. We're supposed to keep it. It's supposed to be levity. It's a time for family and. We have and to tank. We have to tank a segment to help out Levitard. We have Aaron Rodgers next hour. That's something. Yeah, great. Thank you, Tom. Yes, McClellan. Do you remember at Caroline's when I tucked the tablecloth yes. into my pants and stood up? <laughs> that was, so <laughs> that was a, the. Uh... I forgot that you tucked the tablecloth yes. in your pants. I don't even know if I admit it to you guys no, that that's you what didn't. happened. Yeah. This is the first I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, that's why the, I, I thought it was my napkin, and <laughs> <laughs> that's why everything went flying. <laughs> I don't it know was, if anyone's done that. Okay, we were in center field at Caroline's. 
Uh, this is in Midtown Manhattan, one of the great places in the country that you can do stand-up comedy. And it's so dark, we're in basically center field from Todd. And we're trying to be as <laughs> we're trying to be as quiet as possible. It's just every everybody else in the audience was trying to be as quiet as possible. That was part of the problem. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you heard crash, 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 crash. And I go, oh my God. And McLovin had gotten up, and I thought you just, act, you know, just like tipped over the table. I didn't know you had the tablecloth in your pants. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> um, and also, you got to remember, it was like definitely silent, so like oh, the yes. noise sounded even louder. <laughs> it was like in a canyon. Oh my god, <laughs> canyon! You could hear us whisper. I think you could hear ice melt. That that's how quiet it was that night right. at Caroline. Stop digesting over there. I'm trying to do comedy. <laughs> what? You could hear me think, I think. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Aaron Rodgers, the uh, Packers quarterback. And uh, let me start with that. Let me start with the obvious question. Is Jake from State Farm all natural? I know that we we didn't get uh, drug tested um, during that shoot. Yeah. I think it's a combination of a few things that you might have seen with another guy who's worn red in the past, Tiger Woods. Um, you know, when Tiger was, was in full workout mode, uh, he may have been uh, an XL and was wearing a large. I think Jake probably maybe a large guy, a t-shirt size, wearing a medium to medium small. It's medium. So, yeah, it's medium. Yeah. But you'd never do, you wouldn't stoop as low as something like that. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think, you know, to uh, to correlate, I always enjoy like primetime games back in the day, watching our old fullback, John Kuhn. And he had a routine with, a, with one of those, uh, you know, elastic bands that he would do uh, a lot of biceps before like a real nationally televised game, you know, right before the game to make sure that his, his guns were as big as possible by the time he went on the field. Wait, wait, he did a party pump before the game? Oh, yeah. A lot of guys do it, though. I'm not going to just single out John. There's a lot of guys in the locker room that make sure, especially if it's a primetime game, you know, their their arms are looking as uh, as good as possible by the time they go out there. Uh, are you more concerned with grooming on a primetime game than you would be a Sunday at 1 o'clock? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, I used to be a, probably a little more concerned. Uh, I've let my uh, facial hair go over the years. I'm not really cared if I'm rocking a mustache or a beard and uh, if the neck is uh, shaved. Now, I can't have the same type of neck beard as a guy, you know, like uh, you know, Andrew Luck. You know, his is... Uh, <laughs> will go down in history as, as, as legendary. But um, you might uh, maybe take a second look at the nose hairs uh, if it's going to be a primetime game compared to maybe a 12 o'clock at Lambeau. Well, we talked about that before where they'd have that stupid camera angle where they'd be right up under. Like, how close is that camera right up underneath you during the anthem? Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't ever sure what angle they were going for with that because – uh, behind us is just a press box. So I was wondering why you would have to, you know, insist on going at, at that angle, but uh, it is what it is. That's kind of the league that we've, uh, we've grown up in. It's more access, the better for the fans. Um, and you also have to mouth the words of the anthem. If the camera's on you, don't you? 
<laughs> I've seen guys do that before. I never, <laughs> I never really did that. Um, but yeah, it's it's more of a you know you, when the camera kind of gets in position, you got to make sure you have the the face you want uh, showing. You can't you can't look uh, you know weird or anything. You got to make sure that you, you know your game face is is ready once that camera comes to you. It's that red light on you just go. He's Aaron Rodgers joining us on the program. Did you watch the Monday night game? I did not. I did not. Do you, but, is uh, that normal that unless it's an opponent, future opponent, they're not interested? No, I mean, I'm interested. It just depends on my schedule and, and how I'm feeling. Um, we had a longer, uh, a longer travel uh, to get back. We had back, uh, you know, playing the afternoon game uh, against Indy. got back uh, about 10, 15 or so. Sunday, so I try and get to bed uh, a little earlier on Monday and just kind of relax uh, during the day. So I didn't uh, didn't stay up and watch it. I never knew this, and maybe you can help me separate fact from fiction. According to league sources, Packers Raiders were very close on a deal that would have sent you to Oakland and Randy Moss to Green Bay instead of Moss traded to New England during 2007, and you stayed, of course, in Green Bay. Is that true? I'm not sure if it's true or not. I, I do know that during that time, I remember where I was at. I was on the 26 in Portland, Oregon with a, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine, longtime friends from when I was a kid and lived up in Oregon and uh, got a call from Ted Thompson. And Ted wanted to reassure me that uh, nothing was uh, was going on and I wasn't going anywhere. So uh, there, there were definitely some rumors at the time. But doesn't that call make you nervous that there was something going on for him to call you to say – don't worry about hearing about anything. Uh, not necessarily, Dan. Just because you know, it was I believe it was uh, before. Was it 06 or before 07? It says that uh, Moss was traded to the Patriots during the 07 NFL draft, and then yeah. that you okay. To- this was the spring of uh, 2007, or like the end of 2006, beginning of 2007. So I was still a backup. So you know, uh, okay. If I was traded. Um, you know, I don't, at that time, you know, it probably wouldn't have been the worst thing because I was thinking Brett's going to play a few more years. And if I get traded, that means I might uh, be the guy right away. So it wasn't like the, you know, when his number came up, it wasn't, oh man, like, uh, what does this mean? It was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we get to the bottom of this right now. Because you were probably 24 at the time. Probably right, right, yeah, right. Just, just turned 23 actually. Okay. And, um, you know, you start to look at, you know, when, when, and how much do you read or, or listen to anything? Like, honestly, it, like if ESPN comes on, do you care if they're going to go, let's look at the Colts and the Packers or you turn the channel? I, I don't really watch that channel. Um, I mean, it's, it's never on at the, at the house unless, unless I'm watching Monday Night Football and, and the sound is, the sound is off. So I'm not, I'm just not watching, uh, not watching. Now, I, I, I will say this maybe if Kenny Main is on and Kenny and I have talked, uh, and he's going to say something funny on Sports Center. I might switch over if he's if he's doing the late Sports Center. Um, so I will admit that, but because uh, I love Kenny. But um, really, unless unless uh, Tom here at the Packers gives me a heads up, uh, I don't see a lot of the stuff. You know, or a friend of mine might say, "Hey, did you see what you know was written?" I, no, no. What should I look at it? <laughs> you know, they might they might send it over. But uh, would you rather you know, read or hear something that was negative or something positive? Like learn something that might be considered negative, or have somebody just say something you know verbal bouquets about you? Oh, I mean, I don't think anybody needs to. Uh, at this point, I don't need to to pump myself up with some puff pieces, um, and and you know uh, spend time reading and stuff like that. Um, and I don't 
you know, care a whole lot about you know, anything uh, on the other side of it, uh, really. I mean, you know, there's a job to do for, for those people. Uh, I've railed at times about how I think that the, you know, the shock journalism with the, you know, the, the clickbait headlines kind of rules the, uh, especially the online media. But you care uh, about legacy? Yeah, of course. Do you care where you're ranked all time or how people view you as, you know, on the all time list of quarterbacks? Does that interest you? Not really. Not at this point. No, I don't think so. I think the errors are so different. Uh, I think a lot of people maybe uh, think about those things a little more with LeBron winning another championship and trying to compare him to Michael and Michael to Wilt and Kareem and uh, Russell and, you know, all the great players of all time. It's just tough to, to compare generations. So I don't, you know, I don't get into that a whole lot. Um, my legacy to me is more about like uh, what kind of player I was, what kind of teammate I was. Um, you know, how I was the organization, the community, that's just more important. And also, when you assess quarterbacks now, like everybody's going to throw for 60,000, 70,000, it feels like. Whereas Joe Montana or John Elway, it, you know, eight, I mean, it was just different back then. If you threw 30 touchdowns, you had a hell of a season. Now, if you don't throw 30, it's almost like you're pedestrian here. How do you think the Hall of Fame voters will be able to sort this out with quarterbacks? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how they do it because I, I felt like that for the most part, it's been fairly standard with what gets guy in now with the, the longevity and guys, you know, and the numbers being bigger than what they were in the 80s and 90s and 2000s. And when I really got into football, especially in the 80s and 90s, uh, and, the, and the defenses and the offenses were different. The game was different and the rules were uh, slightly different. Um, I still think that there should be a standard based on being the best of your position you know, I'm, I'm saying top three to maybe top five for an extended amount of years. You know, it's, it's a consistency being one of those top, really top three guys, I think, at the position for multiple years in a row for large stretches of your career. I think that should be kind of the standard. Um, I think there's places for, uh, you know, guys who've had amazing longevity and put up amazing numbers. Um, but I still think it, the majority of the guys it should be, you know, you dominate your position, you know, one of the three to five best guys for, you know, a decade or for, for an extended period of time. Uh, that should kind of get you in. I don't know what is protocol, but you spent probably five minutes with Philip Rivers on Sunday. Like you actually had a conversation with him. What, what are you supposed to do post-game? You know, what is protocol with two quarterbacks after a game? I think it just depends. Uh, depends on how well you know the guy or – uh, how you feel about him or uh, how you feel about seeing anybody after the game. Um, you know, we lost, a, obviously, a difficult one there in overtime, uh, coming back, tying it, getting the ball back and, and turning over and then and losing. I just, I mean, I really like Phil. <laughs> I've known him for a while uh, here and there and known him from afar, you know, watching him play and have a ton of respect for, for him. And I just, you know, if, if the conversation's easy, you stick around. And, and that's... It was, it was good to, you know, just pay my respects. And, and we can't ask him about his kids because then you'll be there for a half hour. He's got like nine or ten of them. Well, it's, it's funny because I said, I said, hey, you guys working on number nine yet? He said, you already had nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Where man. have you been? Come on. Oh, uh, yeah, behind. I thought, see, I thought eight was the last one and maybe he got tipped <laughs> or something. But. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a smart guy. He's using FedEx, and he's getting his offensive linemen their holiday gifts early this year, new Traeger grills. 
I've been a Traeger guy for years, and we love the Traeger grill. We, I think I have six Traeger grills out in our, uh, our barbecuing area. But uh, FedEx.com slash Holiday Guide, so your linemen know what you're getting them. Yeah, you know, last couple of years uh, at times, there's been some gifts that maybe didn't arrive on Christmas, uh, maybe not even until the springtime for a couple of guys. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it actually worked out great to partner with FedEx so I could – you know, shop for those things and then ship them and get them early. You know, it's before even Thanksgiving, which for me is is easily a record. Um, but I'm excited to, you know, take care of those guys. And, uh, you know, FedEx has been a great partner. And it's fun to uh, fun to get those guys uh, the gifts early so they can use them for Thanksgiving. Is the, the gift every- better when you're better? Like when you're like when you were MVP, one of, one of those MVP seasons, uh, the gifts better that year? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Actually, I think it's only been the last seven or eight years where the gifts have been really, really good. Um, so, what do they get you? Uh, every now and then, they might give me a bottle of scotch. Um, Wait, is that what you were drinking on draft night? Scotch or tequila? I was drinking, I was drinking tequila. I, was drinking, <laughs> I, uh, I mixed it up a little bit. I like, uh, I like scotch, bourbon, and some sipping tequila that a friend of mine got me on. So. It was tequila that night. Did did the glass get – did you put more in it when the Packers were on the clock or after the Packers were off the clock? I would say uh, after probably. Yeah. But I didn't uh, – to my credit, uh, I didn't refill. Um, <laughs> I started uh, with a, a strong four, so I didn't have to refill. <laughs> I can just imagine you there that you're, you know, you got tequila there and the Packers and they're going to take a wide receiver here. Of course we are. And the Packers take Jordan, Jordan Love. Did you know they were taking him prior to the pick? Uh, No, I found out. uh, Just like we did? About five seconds before Uh, the. (laughs) (laughs) We made a uh, T-shirt for you. uh, The uh, last call with a tumbler. And uh, we, we sent it over to the facilities. I don't know if you get the T-shirts that we make that we send over to the facilities there. They hold them in a secret vault. So I'll, oh, they uh, do. <laughs> try and find the key. And, uh, I don't know if key. they're worth that. Uh, once again, uh, well, FedEx.com slash holiday guide and do what Aaron Rodgers did. He's doing it early with FedEx, delivering uh, his offensive lineman holiday gifts, the new Traeger grills. Great to see you again. Hope you're well. Enjoy listening to you with uh, McAfee. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, buddy. Good to see you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? all-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When we started doing this 13 years ago, and we went out on our own, and I didn't know what we had. But I quickly found out we had a loyal audience that was going to stay with us. That, uh, And you listen for a long period of time. 
when in radio, you want to see how long somebody stays with you. And this is as loyal of an audience, if not more so, than anybody in this business has. So I'm very fortunate, uh, thankful for the Danettes all these years that uh, they believed me when they probably shouldn't have. When I said, come with me, and I promise you we'll succeed. But we have. And uh, the great people behind the scenes who make this work every single day, and some you know and some you don't, I say thank you to them as well. With Mario and the big German, the French kid, uh, Rob the intern, Dan G, our uh, three-on-three basketball uh, uh, announcer, uh, Alan B, who is the uh, IT guy and our chef, and Marvin as well. There's not a lot of us, but we do a lot of different things. And, of course, Weeks, our cameraman as well, and Tyler, the creator who handles uh, Chat Row. Hopefully I haven't left out anybody. Uh, oh, Dylan. Dylan. I, I usually leave out Dylan, and uh, I, I, he's a mess, but uh, he's our mess, and I love Dylan. He's great. <laughs> he doesn't own socks. He's a, a grown man who doesn't own a pair of socks. And uh, he does our graphics. He went from getting breakfast for us to doing graphics. You can uh, move up the uh, chat. The uh, ladder <laughs> real quickly here on the Dan Patrick Show. One day you're going uh, to get breakfast. Next thing you know, you're punching in things on TV. Uh, and the big German's now our director. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've done it, but uh, thank you for your patience with it and uh, also your support through uh, all the years there. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.